afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode nine of the Die As Casts episode nine. nine. <laughs> nine. It is the ninth yeah, episode. What did I call this thing? It's, it's such a clever name. There was such a clever name. Oh, Atsiding Mavros. <laughs> also, if you're listening to this podcast this, in the morning, you don't, you don't count. You don't count. What? what? He said good afternoon. He only said oh, good yeah. afternoon. If you're listening like, to this at any point that is not the more or the afternoon, you don't count. What a you do what not a crazy a thing day. to say to a person. <laughs> if if you're listening to this, Griffin hasn't done his job because this is all going to be edited out. It's all going in. How? What? Listen, I don't. I cut out some things, but most of it goes in. H- Hello, everybody. Yeah. No. Nice try. We are. Back with our three intrepid players. We'll start off with introductions. Diego, tell us about your character. Hello, everyone. My name is Chisk of the Pinion. Once again, coming to you live. Uh, I am on fire, but only on the inside. I am angry sometimes. Hi. Oh, yeah, you did a, you did a nice blow up with that last episode. <laughs> yeah, hey? yeah Chisk kind of lost it. It was kind of nice. That's right. And uh, for those of you who haven't been following along, opinion is a type of piney. So for those using standard canon, Diego is Nerds, a rogue piney. Standard canon dorks. Yeah, you watch out. We're yeah. switching it up here. Do we have All to right. be hostile to our listener no, base? No. Maybe if they if I get an email saying, "Uh uh-uh, uh, what's a pi- what's opinion?" <laughs> I'm going to let them have it. Dork number two, Griffin. <laughs> Ooh. Hey guys, it's me, Gideon Sweet. And uh, ever since we recorded last, I've been thinking about that grandma who's been trying her hardest to get her grandkids the rush seat tickets. And man, she's not gonna. She's so slow. <laughs> I re- I've, I've I've been sad, honestly, this past week thinking about her. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I hope she's okay. Anyway, thank you very much. And Maddie. Uh, yes. Hello, I am Maeve Maldorava, Earth Molder. And heavy crossbow holder. Just thought of that one. <laughs> Thank God I finally got... Yeah, I have a heavy crossbow now that I oh don't God. think I can actually use, but we'll find out. Ha <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the, that's the big, that's the big uh, explanation of why like warlocks aren't as hyped up as everybody wants them to be, because like Eldritch Blast does the same thing as a heavy crossbow, and you have both. Both. Ding. Both. So... The last episode centered around the rush seating. Rush seating is the public's only chance to get uh, a seat in the seat of Mavros to see the uh, the glorious battle to the gods. Uh, and part of uh, the player's job, the character's job, because they are faux fighters. They are stand-in security guards for the seat of Mavros. And part of their job last week was to do crowd control. They were unable to do much actual crowd control, but they did end up fighting the Dibs War Wagon. Listen, I feel like that was pretty extreme crowd control, considering mm. he was cutting down people yeah. left and right. But C- Control, save, you know. Yeah. Also, we called over the manager and they didn't do anything. They were just like, oh, and got swallowed yep. up into the crowd, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like every sitcom. 
And the question everyone was asking from last episode, where was Big Willard? Where was Big where Willard? Was he? Hashtag In our time of need, where was he? Tweet at Kevin Cork, where was Big Willard? Right. Big Willard is the senior foe fighter of their group. He is a rat folk and he is very experienced, so he knows not to show up for crowd control. That is every foe fighter's least favorite day. However, all 1,000 public seats were offered up. There were some victors and there were some people who did not get a ticket. As we open on this week's episode, the three of you are standing amid the wreckage. There is the Dibs wagon lying destroyed before you. There is the crowd. There are quite a few people that are limping or falling over or holding their sides because the mad rush of the rush seating is really all about making sure that you're ahead of some people who are behind you or less able. What is it you would like to do? You should actually report back to the uh, to the Sergeant Dolomite, the, the head of the Foe Fighters, but you don't have to do that right this second. Sergeant Dolomite, was he the big guy at the beginning? He was the is big he, guy Is he the one that does like the, sounds like Droopy Dog? <laughs> was that him? Yes. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Droopy, is that how droopy sounds? Droop, no, droop, no. I'm not going to do my droopy dog impression. You can't trick me, Diego. <laughs> you you almost did. did. Cooper, I so almost I did. Maeve is still standing on top of this dibs wagon with, like, the match kind of lit on her tinderbox, just kind of waiting for somebody to say the word. This this liquid on me is sticky. What is this? I, it's I gasoline. Mean, right. I was going to say, oh, you have your own kind of side quest and not tell us about what, what were you, well, you can't bring that up without <laughs> context. I was hoping you'd visualize something else, you nasties. <laughs> There's so many bad sticky liquids. It could have been jelly and I would <laughs> no. still would have found that weird. It's thick brown liquid. I... I don't remember you getting... How did you get gasoline? See, I, I remember <laughs> you, Kevin, saying that it splashed on me somehow and to not light the thing on fire because I was I had gasoline on me. <laughs> if I told you you had gasoline on you, yeah. I was just fucking with you because I don't okay. know... It probably uh, doesn't run on gasoline. <laughs> no, remember there was there was the uh, it was the kobolds inside peddling? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Okay, never right. mind. Scratch that. But, that didn't happen. Right, because did we want to? Did we want to try and salvage this thing to sell it? Is that what we were doing? We were discussing that. Maeve wants to burn it down. Right. Uh, the it is pretty well destroyed. It, Maeve broke the axle and the front wheel when she used her curb creator. <laughs> Some landscaping. Was that was that move Earth? Was that <laughs> Mold the move Earth? Earth yeah. Mold Earth. Mold Earth. Mold Earth cantrip. That is an underused cantrip we discovered. It's in the underused. Last episode. Yeah, it's Absolutely. one of the best cantrips I think. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then I say I say freaking let's let's burn it down. Fire power. You know. Oh, oh, oh. Let me just take a few steps back. Right. I'm made I'm of gonna, the same I'm gonna, stuff. I'm gonna clean the gasoline off of Chisk, which is <laughs> canon now. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, sorry, canon. Sorry, canon. Canon. Sorry. Uh, Maeve drops a match and kind of just like leaps off and watches this thing go up in flames. <laughs> All right. As you as you uh, sort of prance around this uh, burning pyre of wanton wooden kobold destruction, a small crowd of people gathers around just 
just to watch this. These are people who are all annoyed that they didn't get a chance to get a ticket. So they're happy to watch just about anything right now. Oh, uh, is there anybody that's like uh, very hurt? Not like limping or, or that kind of stuff, but like... Oh, sure. There's there's probably, uh, 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 well, I don't know about bleeding out dead, but there's half a dozen people lying still on the street in the street. Ah. Ah. Ah, the morality. Yeah. Mave is dancing. This is This is not the smallest number of bodies that Maeve has danced amongst. That's right. She comes from a vampire lord's castle. I just want to point that out. This is Listen, and I this come is from, a, I come from a Sunday boat brunch with sexy rat folks on it, okay? So I want to go and just can I just medicine check a few of these folks? Sure. See if I can at the very least stabilize them. Yeah, you bet. Okay, how many are there? Uh, roll me a four cider and add three. Oh God, what a what a solemn roll! Here we go. A solemn roll for bodies. That's five. Uh, I do not have a bonus to medicine, so I'm just gonna roll these flat. All right. I'm, I'm beating. I'm trying to be ten. Uh, yes, we'll say ten. What, you, what are you trying to? I'm just trying to make sure they them, don't heal them. Make sure they don't die. Just, just not die. They knew the risks, but they didn't know that there was going to be a scythe wagon. <laughs> right. Jeez. Okay, so that's only one ten for the first three. That's a four and a two. Oh boy. All right. Do you want me to tell you the names of the people that are dying? Or nope. And no, 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 no. Nor their family status. And uh, that's so. I saved two out of the five. I got a ten and a fourteen. And everything else is below 10, which is good, Griffin, for the first five rolls. Awesome. <laughs> Highest I got um, there was a 14, huh? Trying to save lives? <laughs> That'll teach me dice. As I as I step away from the fire, I'm just going to take a, a breath. And I would like to look over at the people who are hurt that, that ch- uh, Gideon isn't helping. And I'm just going to say... Mavros did not intend for you to be in this catastrophe today. You're going to be fine. And I'm going to cast three healing words on three separate people. Oh. Oh. Very nice. Really Really bad. That's a lot of spell slots. That's a lot of spell slots. Holy crap. We're level three, my guy. Yeah, that's all of my first level spells. (sighs) Oh. Just but pure. I'm not gonna walk heart away from this. Big. Yeah. This is a hard. This is heartening group of people. That's four plus three. That's max seven points of healing for each. Does, are, those, are those the three that I couldn't save? Yeah. Phew. God bless Diego. So we have two basically that have been bandaged and will recover. Three that are sitting up, and uh, that's it. Nice. With the lights out. What what time of day is it, Kevin? The fight was at one. This, the rush seats were at four o'clock. So it is now two hours later. It's about six o'clock. It's 6 about p.m. six. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go get our tent. I will come. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming too. I would right. like to. I'm in the mood to like. Kick a toddler in the face or whatever. If I get there and there's no sign on the door saying I'm not a teddy bear, I am going to flip out. <laughs> All right. So you uh, you go to the place where the uh, you had agreed that uh, this tent could be used till 6 p.m. And uh, 
Uh, roll me a perception check, please. Come on, Gideon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Gideon's been rolling good so far this episode, so here we go. Oh my god, seven. I can't, can't see the tent. What? No! What? I can't, can't see the tent. Is it gone from where it was? It's it's definitely not not there, for sure. Oh, Gideon, hey, um, you... you Told her we were picking up the tent, yes? Yeah. She she clarified almost too many times that she has use of it till 6 p.m. Where is the tent? Uh, it's unclear. I feel like we might have got robbed in this lawless city. <laughs> Who knew that was going to happen? Did you like the pie she gave you? Was she a trustworthy woman? It was fine. Like, it, you know, it leveled me up to level three. But other than that, like, it was <laughs> it was fine. I ate it during <laughs> the, the fight. Yeah. Well, what else? Right? We were all, right, right. we were sitting we were in the just arena watching him. Yeah. What else could it be? <laughs> felt stronger after it, but I didn't think it would be the pie. <laughs> we we got ten percent off this arena snacks, but it couldn't be those. Not even mini donuts, though. No, there's no mini donut discount. Anyway, let's focus on the tent. <sighs> yes, our uh, sleeping arrangements have once again uh, been compromised. So I do not know what we should do. We could just steal another person's tent. The, the three or four families that were there originally are still there with the same kids. Uh, so the, the little troll kin toddler is, is oh. walking over towards you. I hide oh, behind Chisk. He recognizes Chisk. you. <laughs> oh, God. Not me, kid. I'm Bradley Cooper. And I hide behind Chisk. <laughs> Hello, little friend. <gasps> Daddy! No, oh, yes. yes. Listen, though. I have a question for you. Okay. You are uh, living in one of these tents, or your parents are um, in one of these tents, yes? Yes. Which one? Do you want to show me? Okay. And he grabs your hand and he starts walking. Uh, yeah, great. I will follow. I just want to scope out and see who looks the easiest to rob a tent from. Don't, okay. don't worry, Bradley. I, I mean, Gideon, I got you. No, you. no, stick with Bradley. Probably the this. babies, <laughs> if that's the way you guys are going to go. It's taking tents Sorry, from the, a baby. the babies have their own tent? <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> that's what but, I thought. Yeah. Uh, uh, as you walk along, actually, Ma- Maddie, I'll get you to roll me a perception check as well. Okay. Oh, 16. What you notice is that off, not where this broken fountain is, but sort of tucked in behind it, you see some uh, canvas draped over one of the walls. Some white canvas, muddy and and grungy, but it's draped over the walls. Does it look like our tent? Yeah, it could be. It could be. I'm going to shake the kid's hand off of my hand and and walk towards the canvas. <laughs> Get him. All right. Rat. So so yeah, remember he's almost your height. Like he's almost looking at you eye to eye cuz oh, he's I guess a troll. Yeah, he's huge. He's a big boy. Oh, he's a troll. What a terrifying toddler. Uh, <laughs> absolutely haunting child. He, he, it's like the giant baby. S- he squawks and he and he and he starts to follow you then his mom yells at him so he he leaves you alone. You go around and you hear these uh, three kids' voices as they're talking away. Are they saying anything? They, they are. Can I listen? Yeah, you have to get closer to, to hear Okay, them. I'll get a little closer. I'm going to get this this sheet, this canvas, but I am intrigued. All right. So you, you go, uh, you get around the little corner and you hear, 
I am going to suck your blood because that is the kind of uh, woman that I am. And, they, and all these sort of kids laughing. And then you hear this other kid going, Ah, yeah, but I'm a, 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 te- I'm a teddy pirate. <laughs> and then, Sorry, I bite my not, tongue and I'm like, that's not even accurate. I was going to say, well, it feels like, you know, I thought for a second these kids were making fun of me, but they got my dialect wrong, so it can't be me. <laughs> and then the third one's, Oh, I'm so wooden at a tree, I can't do anything. <laughs> Okay, no. let me let, let me add them. Let, okay, um. are they? Where are these kids? <laughs> All right, they're on the other side of this sort of fake tent. Okay, I want. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Set the tent on fire. Set the tent on fire. I'm really thinking about it, but I want the tent. <laughs> Don't set the so. tent on fire. <laughs> what? I'm going to, um, like, kind of position myself. So that my shadow will like come up from inside the tent, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use dark maw, and just like get my very scary vampire fangs out. Okay. And, uh, awesome! That's awesome. I'm gonna say yes. yes. That is absolutely right. I will suck your blood, and I'm gonna just like scrape on the, <laughs> on the canvas Ooh, yeah. and right. try to scare them. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right, right. Roll me that performance check. Oh, good. That's a fucking that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I tried no, so what hard. What the hell? Oh, my How God. many times have we succeeded? How many times have we succeeded? <laughs> Do we know? Not very many. Yeah. So, as, get the stats. As, you, as you sort of make that scary voice, you hear all the kids sort of yelp as they're surprised and, and, and shocked. And then as you're scraping on, on the sides, the canvas falls down and they, they see you standing there making the scratchy noises and they all laugh. And what you see are, are two halfling kids and a, and a human kid all around seven or eight years old. There are two girls and a, a, a boy the one girl has like these cardboard fangs. The other girl <laughs> has this like paper plate cut out with big black blotches drawn on it and eyes cut out so that she can see out. <laughs> and, and the guy has wrapped himself in like a burlap sack and is standing very rigid. Uh, they are also all wearing your lanyards. <gasps> these Hello, punks. you punk ass kids. Are, are Chisk and I with her? Can I call them over? Ah, you know what? I'm really coming around to these kids. I was thinking about that Trollkin kid, and he was actually pretty nice to me. Hey, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so these these kids are all all looking up at you. The the kid Chisk looks really nervous, but the other two are just sort of standing there looking at you, kind of defiantly. Oh, I bet you <laughs> think you're really out. cool, hey? You probably think you're the coolest kid on the block, yeah? She goes. No, I, I, I definitely think I am the coolest kid on the block. What are you? What is that? Is that supposed to be me? What are you doing? I am so much cooler than you. You don't even know. <laughs> we don't have to get into this petty argument. Just give us our lanyard back. That one and- little kid sounds like a Russian gangster. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's fairly heavy set. This little halfling girl, and she's got her hands on her hips, and she's she's determined that. You left these lanyards behind, so we're, we're taking them. No. We so did not do that. We were sleeping. You took them out. We were sleeping. Well, we thought you were dead. What, awake? <laughs> so, dead? What? Why did you think we were dead? We, we were sleeping in our tents. You came in. Who, where are your parents? 
Where are your parents? No, you you know what, guys? I get it. Waste not, want not. If they really thought we were dead, I kind of respect them for it. <laughs> a little bit. I'm pissed, <laughs> but I, 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 you know, there's admiration here. These are the magic tags that let you see the show, and we want to see the show. Because we come to we come to see the show, but we didn't get any other tickets. How, how about this? We have these lanyards that are just as good, but those are our lanyards. How about we trade? You'll still be able to get into the shows if you want to, for a limited time, but those belong to us. Do the right thing here. Your parents taught you well. So they all they Whoa. all sort of. Well, they all get together and you can hear them all talking away and, and, and Kid Chisk is is nodding and, and pointing back to Chisk and uh, the other two are, are and and the little kid Maeve she comes out and she sort of crosses her arms and she says okay we will give you these lanyards for those lanyards because they will let us have a seat yes well uh, they how about this they? they will let you have a seat uh, at, in the same efficiency that those lanyards will. How about that? Mm. All right, so we'll let you have these fancy lanyards, and we'll take your plain old lanyards back if we can each have a cloud. No. Uh, what are you going to spend it on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are going to spend it on You don't alcohol, even get mini you? donuts on discount with these, so what is the point? Well, Festering Heath has his... Hey, snow listen, cones. I, I'm not a parent. I, I, I don't think I'll be a Do parent anytime soon. Do not him. ingest anything from Festering Heath's house. He's an undead creature. Do you kids know what Festering is? Uh, no. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Roll me a, roll me a persuasion there, Chisk. <laughs> okay. Can you have advantage? Because we went on in there about Festering Heath. <laughs> All right. Persuasion with advantage? Oh persuasion with advantage. Okay, uh, that becomes 20, dirty 20. Oh, all right. So Kid Chisk is, is, gives us up and he says, I'm sorry, we, I'm sorry we, we weren't making fun of you. We just thought you were really cool. And then the, the, the little halfling girl, quiet. No, no, Kid Chisk. No. Kid Chisk, you, you're <laughs> good. You're good. You're, you've been taught well. Thoth Hermes will be with you. Oh, all right. Thank you. So they they will trade the the two lanyards. Although the uh, the kid babe is not impressed with the whole thing, and she <laughs> flounces off. Uh, Can I you... look at her before she goes? And I say, "Hey, come here for a sec." And she comes back. She still got her her lips stuck out. <laughs> you know, the lip sticking out thing is really working for me. Like that is exactly what I do. So you know what. If you're gonna work this look, you need to really commit. And I'm going to take off one of my rings, and I'm gonna oh, give her a little ring. Whoa, very nice. So she gives you this big squeeze, and then, and then they all run off. Wait, no, no, no. I want to talk. Why? I want to talk to little Gideon. Gideon. Gideon didn't say anything. Gideon. What is she? What is she looking like? She she didn't say much. She was just. Uh, a regular girl. She had she had put like black around her eyes so that showed through the cutout pipe like. Right. But that's all she had, and she was she just looks at you and she kinda smiles. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I imagine I have like a quarter of the pie left. I'm gonna oh like I'm gonna give her I'm gonna snatch the pie plate mask off her face and give her half of it and go, here you go. 
And before she takes it, I'm going to snatch it back and cut half of the pie and give it back to her and go, this half's mine. Don't trust anybody in this town, especially not festering Heath. Are you kidding me? Do not drink any random man's potions. That's good advice. She lets you, she waits a minute to make sure you don't want any more of the pie. No, I'm fine. And then she's like, stuffs the whole thing in her face. All right, the skeedaddle, get out of here. Go on, get. Scram. Get. They were really good actors. Those were great impressions. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. They're, the production value was sloppy. But yeah, production. But but the acting skills were yeah. A1. And I want to congratulate each all of you for for surviving that encounter. <laughs> we are level Thank 10. you. We're now at level 5. challenge yeah, rating right. 16. These three kids. Can I take the canvas uh, that they were hanging yep. out in and bundle it up? Yeah, you can sort of brush it off and, and refold it and, and reorganize it, and you have your tent back for sure. Yeah, we've got our lanyards back. We should probably keep the somewhere safe. Well, I feel like I feel like we can wear them, but we might just have to set up a watch next time we go to sleep, is my feeling. I think that was a mistake not doing that the first time. Well, I, I really think thought the mistake was really extending our awake time by... 12 hours. We understand you're mad about yeah, it. I do. <laughs> you're grumpy and we get that. Well, if I don't get my beauty sleep, then I'm mad <laughs> the rest of the day. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so should we go check in with his Dolomite character? I suppose. See what our uh, next duties are. I at least want to find Big Willard, you know? Yeah, I want to I ask him why the fuck he wasn't there to help us with the death wagon. Yeah. I really want to see, is it just me? I, I really want to see Big Willard in action. How does he fight? Does he do spells? Does he use a bow? I gotta know. Uh, what you uh, know of him is that he had two short swords. So dope. So very dope. Dual He's just like me. That's why we're friends. I will get you, Chisk, as you watch these two talking. I'll just get you to do a perception check for me. Woohoo. Oh. Seven spears come in and kill Maeve. Oh, baby. Perception, that is a 22. So you hear, far off, two sort of contrasting sounds. The first sound is this low, barely audible tinkle. Like a, a chiming of bells or silver bells. It's, it's, you know, the tiny little silver ones have such a distinctive ring to it. You hear it very faint, uh, but... Under that, you hear this sort of gathering, crowd, roar, panic sounds. What time is it? It's it's sort of twilight. The sun is still is still up, but it's sort of at the very end of its of its day. You know, Gideon, I think you're really like looking into your relationship with Big Willard too much. Like, what do you mean? Do you... I don't know if you guys are as friends as you think you are. <laughs> you don't. You don't understand it. Do you hear that? What there is. There's like bells, kind of unnerving. Are you, you, the two of you both now start to hear it for sure. The sound oh. of this, the, these bells plus the uh, crowd. The crowd itself is getting louder. It's coming to, from your, let's just say, we'll call it the east. It's coming from the east. Is that, is that towards the seat? That would be towards the seat, yes. Ah, okay. We should probably head over there. Mm-hmm. We want to go check it out. Let's go. And if, if we need backup, we know where to find our <laughs> mini-me sidekicks. <laughs> this is we true. We could hire them as deputies. I would have no problem we're, giving this child a sword. Faux fighters. Faux yeah. fighters. <laughs> Extra faux fighters. 
Also, have, has anyone else had the question of how to spell that? Is it F O E or is it F A? You, know, you don't unclear. know how to read. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What but are if we you talking check about? Check out yeah, Cobalt, no, Cobalt no, Chats on, on YouTube. How do you yeah. do? You pronounce it fo or do you pronounce it fo? Which one is it? Yes, it's, it's that. It's Leviosa. <laughs> uh, they would be technically they would be foe foe fighters. But which wow. word goes first? We'll never, so we'll never know. <laughs> As you head towards the the seat of Mavros, uh, you see up in the sky, probably a hundred feet, a dark figure slowly walking through the air, like a humanoid person mm-hmm. just walking. Oh, do I know this person? Uh, you could roll me perception. I would love to. I would also walking through the air. That's another 16. Jeez. Oh, nice. You wouldn't necessarily know them personally, but okay. you've, you've heard about the legend of the Black Crier. And as this person gets, as this figure gets closer, you see that they're, uh, they have this shining white skeletal head. And they're dressed all in black with a long black cape. And um, on the cape, and on on the arms of, of this outfit are all these tiny silver bells. Oh my god, I want that cape so bad. <laughs> who who is that, Maeve? So what Maeve has been told is the black uh, crier is a portent of tragedy. It's a bad omen, is what it is. If I am understanding right. At first I thought it was my dad, but you know what? I think I would much rather see him than this guy right now. Is it real? Uh, does it look real to you? Yeah, so what you the the sound the other sound is people below seeing the black criers, some of them panicking, some of them pointing, some of them packing up, some gathering stuff, some just running as this figure just literally calmly walks across the sky. Do I know what he does? Like, I know that he's like a harbinger of tragedy, but do I know how he manifests that tragedy? You do not. Oh, fuck. (sighs) Does it look like he's going to a specific place? Uh, He seems to be walking around the perimeter of the tent city. Of the entire city. Yes. E. And every few moments, he will stop. He will sort of look out towards the waste in a a random direction. So it it changes directions each time. Different direction. And then you see him uh, hold up a palm, and then he walks the fingers of his other hand across his palm. (gasps) Guys, do we know... If there are any, like, titans nearby... I, I feel like we'd, we'd or, see them, right? You from, can see them, like, on the horizon and stuff, I mean, right? they're, like, they're huge and they're yeah, going slow, so yeah, y- you'd think. I, are there any people running by? Uh, yes, there are indeed. I just, I just want to stop someone and say, Excuse me, uh, what's, what's going on? Why is everyone... Uh, and, and he stops and he's this uh, sort of younger uh, half-elf, looks like he's some sort of knight, like very, very fancy dressed. 
And he says, that's, that's the Black Crier. That's, that's, that's a, that's the portent of doom. That's the Black Crier. We have to, we have to, we can't be where he is. And what does, what does, we have to leave the city? We have to evacuate? I, I, he, he is, he looks like he is bringing doom or, or calling doom or, 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 or signifying doom on, on the seat of Mavros. Yes. How, how does he bring doom? What, what does he do? Because I, I can't. I I don't know how uh, I've just heard legends. I've never seen him before. I didn't even think he was a real thing. I I have to get out of here. And he and he runs off. What what's what's Gideon's uh, experience in terms of like what what pirates and rogues think about the Black Crier? Like, is it truly just a myth in a, in my brain? Uh, well, the you know the pirates, rogue or well pirates, sailors, those kinds of things. They have a ton of superstitions about yeah. all sorts of things totally. so if a seagull lands with a twisted foot that's a that's a bad that is a bad luck omen <laughs> if if they wake up in the morning and there's three seashells left on the ship's rail that's a bad omen if it, you know, uh, it's it's amazing all the different things that sailors can see as bad sorry if they, quick, if they wake up in the morning the podcast. we have to call, pause the podcast kevin are these sailor mythos that you real? know personally or are you making these up I'm just making him up right now. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. I mean, if they can react to things as small as, you know, if they see a, a cannonball <laughs> flowing through the, the hull of the if ship. If a cannonball hits you in the that face, that's a bad, a bad omen. When I think They're cannonball, so I think flowing, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> just busting through the side of a ship, they're worried about that as well. So uh, you don't have anything specific around the Black Crier, but there is always, uh, you know, creatures of legend that will drag sailors down to their to the depths and their doom now you being relatively new to the pirating life and because of your uh sort of worldly mothers and and you're raised you're probably fairly skeptical about a lot of this kind of stuff and you know that your mothers have made fun of past legends or even used them to their advantage yeah i feel like if nobody can actually answer me how he's gonna bring doom What's he? What's he gonna do? You know. I think Maeve is genuinely scared. I think she spent like her whole life, like growing up and just having her imagination. So she fully believes that this thing is is gonna start some shit. Do you mind if I ask the person that I know knows a lot of stuff about the world? Is that Big Willard? No. Okay, sorry. That's who I'd ask. Thoth Hermes. Come right. On. That makes sense. All right. <laughs> I'm going to clutch my holy symbol and say, uh, Thoth, I'm uh, just wondering if you have any information on this, this passing portent of doom. Please respond. <laughs> Please respond. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the usual prayer for Thoth Hermes, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's sort he's of more busy. of a, a data inquiry, query. It's, it's kind yeah. of, like, he's, it's kind of he's... like a red important flag on an email. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of like an encyclopedia. You just ask him things, and he <laughs> tells you. Fair enough. Roll me a, a religion check. Uh, that is sixteen. You get a file not found response. <gasps> four oh four. Mm. Oh no. Yeah. Four oh four. You reach <laughs> the end of the internet. Eh, 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 yeah. Uh, he he doesn't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't get any uh, any response. Period. No. He normally responds pretty quickly. This is a no no can do. As much as I, I do trust Big Willard and I wish the best for him, I think I have to go talk to Faye. F- Faye? I, you, I don't know if you two have met Faye. She's she's my uh, pirate queen. 
Oh, she is oh. a fighter. I saw her name on a list. Oh, yeah, she she was supposed to fight tomorrow, but if something's about to go down, she may not get that chance. So we should probably go chat with Faye. I am worried about Veridin, but I know that he has his new friend now. That's right. The, one of the yeah. most fearsome warriors I've ever seen. The most so, likable person. I feel okay going with you to f- to check on your friend. Well, I mean, if we if we if we have to haul ass out of here, I feel like we can grab everybody we need to grab. Okay, I trust you. All right, so you're heading down to the uh, to the ship at the at the broken down docks. Yeah, I imagine Faye would have her own quarters on the ship. Yes, she does. So she's taken over Ashton's bed because uh, this isn't her usual ship. This is the only ship of her fleet that could make it up the river. That's right, giant autumn versatile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you get on you get on board ship. Uh, there's several uh, there's several crew bustling around, but Faye is not there. I'm sorry. On the way over, did we see any um, evidence of destruction or doom, or was it just people kind of panicking and getting? You passed out nine house fires. I'm just wondering. <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> nope. Aside from the panicking. Uh, uh, of that some people are doing certainly not most oh interesting mm. uh the the there doesn't seem to be any change okay. and the 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 black crier uh sort of walks off into the distance oh and disappears that's somehow even worse that's menacing mm. yeah cool cool that's tight. so menacing cool uh i'm gonna i'm gonna grab templeton templeton stand fast front and center <laughs> I'm going to say, you're going to have to go up in the crow's nest. I know you don't report to me, but uh, I, I've heard uh, I've heard tale that a titan may show up. So head to the crow's nest, and if you see a large figure on the horizon, you know what to do. Uh, Templeton uh, looks at you, and he says, who are you again? Templeton, <laughs> you, just, you and your friends just hit on me like last night, okay? So please just go to the goddamn crow's nest. Uh, okay, rule me persuasion. <laughs> You're like the most junior person on this crew. I know. Uh, no, I'm not. No. I know the rat folk have been on there a week. <laughs> right. So I actually am more senior I, than him. I think. I think they they signed on to higher positions. No, I, that's why I asked for Templeton. I have oh, it in the lore document that Templeton is just a cabin boy. Yeah, you're right. He's just cabin a boy. I he's I a think, cabin uh, boy. I think though you were named as his assistant, assistant cabin boy. Wasn't that well, your? T- I, I bet you're about to get a promotion because that's a 26 persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> and also, give me your keys. Says, give me your keys too, Templeton. I'm your job now. <laughs> Templeton says, "I, I, all right, and uh, yes." So he, yes. Uh, so he sort of <laughs> climbs up. And he looks out in all, all directions, and he says, I don't see anybody coming. Yeah, that's great. I didn't mean immediately, Templeton. I meant man your post up there for a little while. Well, I have other things I have to do. I hand him that this half slice of pie. Just <laughs> Please just stay up there. Well, I'll stay up here for about half an hour. Then I've got to get other things done. All right. Uh, you know what? I'll take that. Let's, let's, is, is Captain Pottings on board? Uh, Captain Pottings is not on board, but they, he's just wandering the city, enjoying, okay. the, enjoying the enjoying the city. Uh, do we have the equivalent of like a flare? Is is anybody on the ship magic? Uh, there's I imagine there's quite a few different uh, wizard types and druid types and that kind of stuff. Great. 
So I'm going to I'm going to shout to the crew and I'm going to be all right. All right, everybody, listen up. Uh, it's been made aware to me that there has been a, a, a black clad gentleman who's been walking around. Uh, he might bring doom. He might not. You know, he definitely but, brings doom. Yeah, maybe it's not. OK, this is my crew. Spooky. So everyone just wait. Uh, it's it's unclear whether or not we're going to be in a crappy situation, but we have two responsibilities. One, protect the autumn, and two, protect Faye. If you see a titan of any size or shape on the horizon or in the sky, I need a flare now. I'm going to go acquire Faye. Or anything dark, any clouds, any... Yeah, anything. really any bad, yeah, yeah bad. bad stuff, cloud of knives, uh, but, a really big... Forget about your your oysters on the side of the ship or... or That's or right. Birds landing on I don't want to hear foot. about a bird That's with fine. a twisted foot unless it's 60 feet tall. <laughs> Can I grab Gideon and, and Chesk? One of the crew goes, where did you get oysters? I only get gruel. You focus, focus, please. Any kind of crustacean. My friends, I do not like the idea of this jingly jangly motherfucker prancing <laughs> around the sky and having every good fighter in this in this city. Not only in the city, but in the continent. Oh, I mean, we yeah. So let's let's skedaddle. I think you see a tiny bit of maple syrup come out of the back of Chisk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you a maple tree? Are you leaking? What is happening No, here? it's fine. Ignore it. Sorry, has this ever happened before? <laughs> Only on okay, the okay, strangest stop circumstances. Yeah, this, is, this is, I mean, what a revelation on the Dias Cast podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Right. Uh, note to Griffin. Really- note to Griffin. Cut music here because <laughs> this needs to be serious. <laughs> All right. So when Pineys get very scared, <laughs> they don't w- w- tell tell us what happens, Diego. In your in your opinion world, yeah, Diego, tell us. Yeah, I think it's yeah. in everyone's mind very clearly already what happens. I don't need to go into further detail about this. <laughs> they secrete, Kevin. Yeah, I have an important question. You said you said from the back of Chisk. <laughs> yeah. I need to know where. where? No, you yeah. don't. A hundred percent. That's so important, my man. That's the most important <laughs> you don't, part. You can't see the back of me right now. We're all talking in a circle. I'm not turning around for you to look at my of my maple hole. <laughs> my no. maple hole. Okay, actually, no. you calling it that? That answered all my questions. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah. leave it there and cue up music and go. <laughs> all right. So you see, Templeton is ch- ducked down behind Chisk with a plate of pancakes. He did oh. get oh. back oh. up to the. Why did I give you pie if you had pancakes? <laughs> I went to get some after uh, I, I didn't realize this happened with pineys. I'm your new boss, Templeton. Get back to <laughs> your post. Rude. Wait, sorry. Did anyone respond? Any of the magic folks respond to my rousing speech? Uh, you can roll a persuasion. Ooh, doctor. That's a 19 on the dice, so that's 27. Oh my god. Uh, they're so under my freaking thrall. I'm I'm the dampier now. Yeah, okay. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> one of these, one old sort of uh, sea dog. She's got just a, like a wooden leg, and she she looks like she's probably around sixty five. Uh, human female. That's right, Tasha. Yeah, she 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 says, uh, "Here's the thing, young." Uh, uh, <laughs> 
Okay, stop. If yeah, if you if you forget, I am an events manager for the giant autumn. I don't know if that piece of lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cracks. true. We did establish. Yeah, yeah. Gideon does the raffles, deals with the union, etc. Here, here is the thing, young events manager. Those <laughs> black criers, they've predicted twenty of the last three tragedies. Twenty that of the last three. For me. What do you mean? And she's uh, she uh, she leans in and she says, they talk about tragedies that might be. So they've only accurately predicted three. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think what Tash is saying is that they also predicted seventeen that may happen in the future, oh. or that yes, that have not happened, or that didn't happen, but yeah, have not happened yet. The thing about these black criers is we don't know whether it's going to be today or in 10 years, because they don't have a linear sense of time. They respond to a disruption in the space-time continuum. So who is disrupting that shit? It is unknown to me, because I'm a sailor. Now, (laughs) Tasha, you clearly are our resident oracle. Are you sure? (laughs) She says, well, I'm actually a, a, a wizard, and I... I sail as as a hobby. <laughs> that's, that's God. Why haven't we talked more? This is awesome. <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna hang out with Tasha all the time. Uh. Okay. Well. Uh. Hmm. Sorry, Kevin. Did we see the? Th- just to clarify, the Black Crier walked around the perimeter of the entire city, not just the seat. Yes. Well. Okay. I mean, it, it would be hard to really estimate, but it it was definitely more because the seat would be over here, and you would have seen this thing walking through the sky over there but so yeah more than just the seat more than just the actual building i I still feel as though it is something that we should be uh, reporting to either our faux fighter superiors or ideally my my pirate queen is is kind of where i'm at or at the very least captain pottings where is all of our leadership it's definitely confusion because there are still lots of people like Walking around, uh, uh, confused, everyone's talking, some people are ignoring it, some kids start playing in the street, It okay. the, the sound in the street starts to sort of return to normal, Yeah, even though there are people who definitely are, are leaving. I, f- I feel like we should rush to the seat itself. I yeah. am a very stu- stupor. I'm a very Stuper. superstitious person. Superstitious. Superstitious. And uh, <laughs> I am afraid. So I would very much like to go. Yeah, I'm going to lean into Tasha and just go, listen, I, I paid Templeton a pie to watch this guy's, but we all know he's useless. So I, I'm just saying, if you see something bad, just let us know so we can run back here. Yeah? Just do a big flare in the sky or something. Uh, she, she said, well, I could do I could do some cloud writing for you if you wanted to post a message. Oh, yeah, that that's is... that, that's great. What would you like me to say in the sky? I, I'd like you to say, uh, I, you "Blade." You can do ten words. I, I only I only need four. Uh, Blade Walker crew evac now. Blade Add the holy Walker. shit on the end. No, no, no. <laughs> do it. I I will not waste Tasha's powers with this profanity. You want her to write that in the sky? That's right. It's <laughs> really long. It's easier to write holy shit than the holy shit. I, I used, up, I used up three words with no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Blade Walker no. crew, evac now. Holy shit. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dribble out. That is uh, actually, sorry, Tasha. Maeve convinced me that is what I want. 
Should I say Blade Walker or should I say Autumn? Uh, the, the, no, I'm happy. A- anybody who needs to know we're evacuing uh, will recognize Blade Walker. And if they don't, Which leave them behind. Oh, Fuck I was about I agree. to say, shouldn't the people of the city also know? Yeah. We can figure that out. I will shoot All like a right. sacred flame or something. Honestly, I was expecting just like a light in the sky, so words are extra. Okay. I don't really care. It's, it's mostly for us. <laughs> we might be in a time crunch. Should we run? Do you want me to like bold now? T- yeah, Tasha, we don't have time for this. <laughs> I, you know what? Your your font decisions I'm happy with. And just I run no away. comic sounds. At, That's I, I bolt away. Do. Is there a color you would I'm like gone. to use? It's too late. I'm finished. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Purple. I, I'll just use orange. Orange is one of the best <laughs> that colors. That sucks so bad. <laughs> what if it happens at sunset? <laughs> All right. So orange is sh- one of the best colors. <laughs> is that what this grizzled wizard Objectively, said? Objectively, yeah, yeah. They taught her at school. At, at wizard, wizard school. school. Yeah. So you see uh, they, the B and the L and the A of the orange start to appear. Why? 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 What? Why? Why? She was supposed to do it. She was supposed to do it when something bad was happening. Okay, so you you <laughs> see it all slowly erase. Yeah. In, in a lighter orange, a less a sorry Gideon appears in the sky. Yeah, I, and I hope the rest of the message says this one's on the house. Yeah, she's because yeah. she goofed it. I will guilt edge the other ones as thanks. <laughs> I guess I should right. I should have answered all of her font questions. That's right. She's pissed. <laughs> That's us running. Full on you Naruto. You don't need to add sound there or anything, Griffin. Yeah, Naruto yeah. run. Uh, cher- chariots of fire. That's an old movie. Never mind. I <laughs> no, know I got it. I thought <laughs> you were going to do your you. song. Uh, so you're heading into the crowd, uh, milling around the outside of the seat of Mavros. There's a bit of a crowd gathering at the at the foe fighter entrance, and uh, you see uh, you see various people bustling back and forth, and you hear Dolomite uh, hollering out commands and things. Oh, okay, we'll walk up to Dolomite, mm-hmm. showing our lanyards. That's right, <laughs> and we right. never lost them. Excuse I me, say, we, yes, saluting. we are foe fighters. Excuse me. Good to, good to see you. Good to see you. you. Haven't lost your heads like all these nincompoops here running around like chickens without heads. You're not into the. You don't believe in the black crier, sir. Oh, the the black crier is a serious portent of doom. Absolutely. So you are so composed, though. Oh, black. Crier, black crier. <laughs> I'm sorry. Very are you scared or are you not? Hey, uh, Dolomite, you I, don't have to I, put on a face for me. I, I, no, we, we take the black crier seriously, but uh, I've had five tragedies happen today alone. So we. <laughs> here, here's what I need. You, you're the uh, Big Willard's crew. Is that right? That's right. Do you know where he is? Is he safe? Uh, I, I, I've sent him down to the uh, to, to the riverbank, actually, uh, oh. to, 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 to check on some things. Uh, I uh, thought that you would be with him. You you need to hustle your butt down there. Uh, we actually, I, I need to chat with one of the fighters inside. I'm afraid, uh, a Fade Blade Walker. Oh, uh, uh, is uh, is, she, is she one of the uh, uh, pre-chosen? I 
uh, wait, no, I don't think so. She has a fight tomorrow at pit number 11. Fine, she, but she wouldn't be in the, the the seat then. She would be wherever she is until the number 11. Until she would she be wherever up. she is. That's yeah, so dumb good. <laughs> okay, crew, maybe we're overthinking all of this. Maybe this isn't as bad as we think. It's just a dude in a robe, spooky robe. You heard his jingles, Chisk. Well, walking through the sky is definitely noticeable. You, know? you saw him do the finger walking on the hand, like that. A actually, kind of looked kind of goofy. I, that, I think I think I saw the toddlers do that earlier today. Yeah, but the goofier, the more scary it, it becomes. Right. It's like the jingles. The jingles are normally like cheery, but you're like Perry with the black robes, and you're like, oh. That is a maple syrup scenario for Chisk. <laughs> oh. I think I got it syrup all out. Syrup scenario. Oh, that's bad. MSS. I think I got it all out. Gideon leaves. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I need a real Aunt Jemima that time. <laughs> and that's a whole oh. bottle. Mrs. Butterworth. So it feels like kind of next best step is to meet up with Big Will? What do we think? No one else here really seems concerned that there is a guy walking around the sky. So <laughs> maybe our best bet is to go business as usual, keep an eye on this guy, see, you'll know if there is any large creature coming yeah, or any it. pestilence or disease sweeping the land or anything, a black hole in the sky kind of thing. Right. <laughs> And maybe we just do our job until somebody tells us not to. I don't know. I've never had a yeah. job. Yeah, it, it feels like we want to meet up with several different people, but right now we only know the location of one of them. Well, then let's stick to what we know. She's got to be staying at some fancy tavern, right? If, if she's the I, pirate queen. I assume, yeah, but uh, uh, if, yeah. if people aren't freaking out, I don't think she will either. Oh, God. Oh, Dolomite, by the way, there was a death wagon... Uh, uh, the death wagon going through the rush we had to deal with. I don't know if we had to report that to you, but man, you got no more letting wagons in the city. We need some like sort pillars. of like security at the gates to make yeah, sure like that like spike vehicles strips or something don't come. Yeah. Oh, yes. Of course, we need we need something to uh, guide the the, the the seat rushers and and, and protect the people. Well, one moment. Uh, uh, one moment. I'll, I'll be right back. We don't. And we don't have time. I mean, it's already See done. Don't, yeah. So this is the next year and thing. He, and he comes up with Put a, it in the budget. A, a rope. <laughs> a rope. Do not cross. It says on this rope. And he hands All right. it to you proudly. No. No. Yeah. 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 Sorry. We we have to go to the river, like you said. So I'm going to hand no. the rope back, and we. No. Will, no. Th- uh, I'll take get, it. Uh, yeah. I actually want the rope. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Do not cross. Put it in the backpack. Yeah, it's 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 got the official FF on the front of it too, so it's official. <laughs> do not cross. Go fighter rope. It's branded. So right. Cool. And he says, I, 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 "I'll tell you this: if you are looking for a tragedy, then then what will happen tomorrow in in, in the seat of Mavros if there isn't drink, food, and drink? There will be forty thousand rioting fighters, and then that will be the end of." Of the seat of Mavros, that will be the end of the tent city. That's why I we need you down at the riverbank. Toot, oh sweet! I see. That's what you meant by tragedy is not enough beer. Not okay. enough beer. Not yeah, enough not, corn dogs. A little, little bit of white collar there. Are you Dolomite? All right, off we go. Uh, <laughs> and, and 
careful for the rats. And he that's hey, do not away. talk about Big Willard yeah. like that. And I storm off. And he says, "No, that's that's why I said Big Willard." I'm not listening. <laughs> I said that's why I said Big Willard. That guy no. was intolerable. I get. I flip him <laughs> off and I walk away. I follow Gideon and says, <laughs> "Damn, he didn't sound enough like Droopy Dog this time." So we don't like <laughs> Dolomite. So uh, you uh, head back down to the riverbank. So did we? Did we pass Big Willard as we were coming up from the riverbank? Uh, no, but you'll you'll see him as you head head down there. This isn't right. where you guys have the ship and and where the uh, the boat is. This is another chunk of the the ruined oh, okay. riverbank. I mean, obviously the riverbank stretches for quite a while, and you can see that it used to be quite a busy port back when the river itself was bigger, and uh, so a lot of these docks and things are actually still. You know, they're sticking out basically in the land because the river itself has shrunk so much, the river is right on the edge. And the other thing that's happened, interestingly, is that they've had to build a second level of dock because the original dock was set so that when the water was like 20 feet high. So there's a second, much more shoddily made dock that's that's now down closer to where the river is. So it's almost like a two-story dock. And... Up along this, on this original story, you see there's some, still some scattered sheds and things that are uh, effectively sitting in the middle of the air now. The city continues to impress me with its architecture. What do we want to do? Hello? <laughs> Big Will! <laughs> All right. Uh, and you, you see Big Will, Willard sort of peek over the top of the, the original dock, and he looks down at you. And he says, hey, where are you guys? I've been, I've been looking for you. You got to come up here. But be quiet. We're supposed to be secretly checking this out. I like that you are shouting that down to me. Right. It's very secret of you. We were dealing with the wagon. I don't know where you were at the runnings. Yeah, the rush seating. It seemed yeah. like an important thing for our senior full fighter to be at. Senior being the operative word. Listen, can you squawk and bitch about it as you come up this ladder at least? <laughs> Damn, yeah. Big Will. That's cold, Big Will. I turn to my group and go, if we have to evacuate, we're going to bring Big Will or Rat. That feels right. You can do whatever you want. I'll knock him out to save him if I have to. Uh, let's start with Chisk. Chisk, no. no. dexterity. come on. <laughs> I'm not strong enough. Uh, I've already used my channel divinity today. for. I can't climb. Oh, God. Didn't you use it for juggling? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was a great use for it. it. At the time, it was what we needed. <laughs> so why do I need to roll? Well, let's just tell me what you rolled. But you can roll with advantage because it is a ladder. <laughs> I have been known to roll double natural ones. So yes, I this know. doesn't help. It's got to be It's gotta be low. For well, a ladder? I have to be honest, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> it wasn't. I got right. a 16 and a 14. You are are a master ladder climber. You just go <laughs> up and down with them, no problem. Yeah, this is much easier than climbing a pole, obviously. <clears throat> Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> That's right. And he even, he even pauses halfway up and then just alternates hands to show how. <laughs> <laughs> Maeve and Gideon? Oh, 14. All right. 24. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a ladder. The As you climb up, you notice two things uh, quite distinctive. First of all, there are a lot of rats 
all all along the riverbank they're sort of climbing up over the ruins over the ruined wood of the of the wharves the ruined buildings uh there's a surprising number and again you're you're quite a ways from where most of the civilization is but there are still functioning warehouses and things down here and as you look around you see people are sort of like stepping funny as they're trying to avoid all all the mice that are mice and rats that just seem to be absolutely everywhere mm. as a matter of fact even as you're climbing up the ladder there's there's seems to be rats and things you know squeaking to get out of your way the second thing you notice is that right well not right but about 20 feet off offshore is a full-size sailing ship this is a bigger ocean going type vessel that has definitely run aground and there are uh, it looks like it's been there probably 50 years. There's Ooh. there's no sail left. It's sort of listed off to one side. B- Big Wheel, what's that ship? Uh, uh, the the name of the ship? Hmm. I don't know. I've never I've never thought about that. Let let let's go look. Big Wheel, how are you feeling right now? Do you are you? How many fingers am I holding up? I he says I I I can't I can't. This is a podcast. I can't see you. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, we can so, see you, Big Willard. That's we, all we need. <laughs> we know you're on the other side in an imaginary field somewhere, but I hold up I hold up three fingers. <laughs> he says, I, I can see you're holding up three fingers. I can see that. That's not a problem. Is it because you heard me out of character say it, or it was because you can see them? <laughs> Big, hey, Big Willard, what's our group number? What's our group number? Yeah. That we got assigned? Yeah. I, I don't remember. Why? I don't remember either, to be perfectly honest. I do. I have it written down. Kev- <laughs> Kevin, do you not know, or does Big Willard not know? Kevin doesn't know. You're asking if you think this is Big Willard. As far as you know, it, it is Big Willard. Well, what oh, I'm I, really I, no, asking I know it's is Big Willard. Yeah. Is, is he under the charm of the rat controlling pipe? Yeah. With all these rats around. Ooh, interesting. Okay, roll me perception. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Hey. He doesn't seem as relaxed. He doesn't seem as relaxed as he was yesterday. You, you stressed uh, about all these rats, Big Willard? He says, no, I, I, I've got no problem with rats. I, I, I admire rats because they are very, uh, uh, they're adaptable. They're, they're strong for their size. They're very, they're very clean. But they seem to be interfering with uh, uh, the, uh, the boats that they're unloading. And, and and people can't get into the warehouses because everyone's weirded out by these rats. So Dolomite wants us to try and charm or or capture or kill these rats, I guess. Fuck. Well, anybody have Hakan's number or what? <laughs> uh, what is up with this moored ship? Ah, the, the ship. Is, oh, and he, he walks to the front. It's called the Odakini. The what? The who? Just say it's like Bakini, but with an Oda. Odakini. <laughs> you sound like Jabba the Hutt. Odakini. Odakini. Chaka no Wookie Solo. That's very good. Are the are these rats coming from the Odakini, or are they coming from somewhere else? Can I tell? Uh, roll, what would that be? That would be an investigation, I would think. Dope. Oh, 17. Well, they seem to be coming from underneath the, the wharf, for the most part. Listen, Big Wheel, what is our um, our purpose here? Are we trying to push back the rats, or are we trying to eliminate the source of the problem? 
Uh, of course, you know, Dolomite doesn't give us that kind of uh, specific useful instruction. He just says we have to get clear the clear the wharf so the ships can bring the the, the food and drink in for the big uh, the big mustering. I am just thinking if the rats are coming from under the wharf, which I believe they are, given that they seem to all be spilling out from under there, we uh, nip this problem in the bud and just go deal with the nest. Yeah, we can make this short and sweet. I love it. I, I'm i fond of rats. I like rats. Rats and I are friends, but I, get it. I, I don't know anything. I don't really know anything about them. I just see them around everywhere. No, we're we're also friends with rats and rat folk. That's that's fine. We just want to get to the to the root of the problem and perhaps move them move them to a more convenient position in the city. Yeah, I I don't think there's any correlation between rat and rat folk. No, I wasn't. I wasn't implying. Because I think Dolomite thinks that because I'm a rat folk, I would know more about rats. Right. Yeah. People assume I know lots about trees, which I do. But you, you shouldn't assume is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I never get confused. Never get confused <laughs> for a bear. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm four oh, feet tall. So uh, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But do you <clears throat> get confused for a toy? Uh, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, flashbacks. Okay, let's <laughs> go check the wharf. I will. Right. Yeah, I want to scurry down the ladder and try to get as close to the bottom of the wharf <laughs> as I can. Not scurry, but you know. Yeah, that's a dangerous <laughs> Scramble, game you're playing perhaps. there, Madeline. <laughs> so, the, uh, so once he's sort of giving you the overview, then yes, he, he suggests that they you, you guys uh, look around to see what you can see. So you're going to go and sort of check underneath the dock, is that right? Oh yeah, want to check it out? Check it sure. out, Gideon. You, Gideon, you coming? Yeah, I think so. What's the hesitation? Yeah, I guess my, my one hesitation is I, I wonder why Big Willard knows so little about this ship that's been here for fifty years. I'm a little concerned about that. I am very interested in the ship. Well, you know, let's 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 clear the wharf and then we'll do a little little trip. So you uh, you head down, uh, you head dead back down to the main wharf. You walk back towards the uh, obviously the the riverbank side of it, and uh, it's sort of where the dock uh, the dock is now. There is steps that go back up to what would have been the river street, the street running along the river with the warehouses. Uh, the the wharf sort of goes. Well, obviously, that uh, there's a an area that is underneath it. The wharf itself is, like I said, fairly um, old. It's still obviously functional. It looks more or less solid. There, you see several spots where there are uh, stairs that have been cut into the side of the hill. The riverbank in this area is quite thick and muddy. You, yeah, you can see definitely that there is a sort of a darker, almost cavern underneath the, the wharf right here where the rats seem to be, you know, there's definitely a lot of rats, and they're not all smoke flowing out like a tap. They're going in all sorts of different directions, but there's there's definitely a lot of them. Big Wheeler, did you know about this cavern? Uh, he said, I, I've never come, I, I don't come down here very often, so I don't I don't know anything about this, this area. Big Willard, why was this supposed to be a secret? We can't let people know that we don't have adequate supplies at, okay. at the Seed of Mafros because... We we don't want the audience, the uh, the the fighters, the noblemen, to get upset. Okay, well, we found the hidey hole. Um, can I cast light down into the cavern? Uh, you can indeed. <laughs> hidey hole sounds like a place where Heidi stays. 
Yeah, it's, it's, you're right. Hiding hole's silly. Maple hole is fine. <laughs> yeah, Maple hole is fine. Maple hole is fine. Given the context, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I'll just touch the side of the uh, the cavern and just kind of let it illuminate and see what I can see. All right. So you do see uh, lots of rats sort of flowing uh, around. Uh, uh, the only thing that you notice distinctive is what looks to be like a, a, a solid wooden crate. Guys, there is a box down here. The rats are climbing up around and over it, obviously chewing on it a little bit. I'm just going to shout, hello? That is my line. You need to get your own. Sorry, Maeve. Why don't you do it? Hello? <laughs> that's, that's that's the Moldorovo greeting. That is so much better, yeah. <laughs> uh, there doesn't seem to be anyone to holler back. All right. I'm going to go open this crate. <gasps> We have the. Uh, how deep is the cavern? Uh, it, it's it, yeah, it, it's not really a cavern. If it wasn't for the fact that there was a dock, sort of the dock is sort of the roof of this thing. So it's more like a crevice, like a, a steep crevice in in the. Oh, so we don't need to attach Gideon to the uh, danger. Do not cross rope. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I hold I hold my scimitar up and say, if you try and put a leash on me, I will cut the rope. It is not a leash, it is a safety harness. Yeah, I know. I've seen some mothers walking around with their kids on safety harnesses, and I will not be (laughs) one of them. (laughs) We are not treating you like a child. You are a a valuable party member. I'm what? I'm a toy? I'm a toy, Jess. You have swords. Toys. Nobody ever mistook me for a bear. I walk into the cavern. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to open the thing. Okay. Roll me a, let me see, roll me a sleight of hand. 23. Oh my god, this kid these is are all, These are all the skills I'm good at. All right, so you uh, you crack this this open and you see a, a single glowing flask uh, in, in clear glass. It seems to be some sort of fire glowing inside it. And there is a, a long strand of oiled string it looks like coming from it to four other uh vials so there's basically four strings it's a bomb yeah sorry i'm not there gideon what do you see i I could (laughs) is it a bomb (laughs) (laughs) did you find a bomb yeah so just uh, there's four black uh, four black strings yeah uh, tied to uh, the feet off (laughs) into each of these these ceramic, thick-bodied, sort of almost ball-shaped flasks. Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll just cut all four around the fire flask. All right. So let's just do four quick sleight of hands. Oh no! <laughs> no, no. Gideon, no. what's what are you what what did you find? Just one second, everybody. Just give okay. me one second and no talking. Okay, these Just your three. maple hole is sweating. <laughs> oh, don't look at my maple hole. What are you doing? I'm sorry. It's really hard to not notice it now that you've pointed it out. I didn't point yes. it out. It just okay. happened. Okay, everyone so, ignore it. That The first three are a 24, a 13, and a 9. All right, Gideon. So I'll Nine's going to be good enough. Nine's good here. <laughs> Yeah. You're stopping because I did good? The You see the last bit of the fuse, the flame sinks down into the bottle. There oh. is a roar, 
and we will hold it there. Oh my god! And it says you've completed the puzzle. No problem. Dead. Mavros is a crater. The puzzle perfectly, Gideon. Here, here's the fire flask to keep forever. How's being so good at sleight of hand, Gideon? How does that feel? These are my best skills, guys. Out of all the characters in the party, I was the best one to do this. We all know that. All right, everybody. So we will leave it there. We'll find out next week what happened with Gideon with his nothing, pyro nothing. adventures. Nothing, just underneath a little fire flask. We'll find out fireworks. what's happened. Yay, Gideon did good. <laughs> Stay tuned, and we will see you next week at the same time. Thank you very much to Cobalt Press for all of our Midgard material. Thank you to the Boy King of Idaho for all of the music that you heard in this episode and so far of all of the other episodes. And thank you to Morgan Ermter for all of his graphic design work. Who has stuff Woo-woo. to plug? Diego. I just want you to follow me on Instagram, which is Diego Streddle. Uh, Twitter is D-I-I underscore Streddle. And that's it. Madeline. I want to plug... Chips and salsa, because I'm really craving <laughs> chips and salsa. I'm going to need some brand plugs here. Amazing. Uh, I am a Tostitos brand slave, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Griffin, what are your plugs? <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Griffin Cork on all platforms, but I'm also currently filming the second season of the show that we film here in Alberta called Abracadavers. Yeah. It's a weird pitch, but basically kids get superpowers and they're not good at dealing with them. You can go to abracadavers.tv or you can go to uh, abracadavers on really any of the social medias. Abracadavers. Kevin. I would like to make sure everyone follows us on Twitter, the Diascast. We will also be, we are also on Facebook as the Diascast. And we have a website coming up, so stay tuned, watch the socials, and we'll do announcements as we continue to build material for everybody. Hang on to your butts. Hold on to your matches. (laughs) Hold on to your maple holes. Make sure you plug up that maple hole. Plug up your maple holes, folks. There's so many... So many w- w- merch ideas. Uh, just a t-shirt with a with a, a hole in the back. Oh, <laughs> a hole in the back leaking. Okay, we're ending the episode. We'll see.